Hello. Hello. Kevin Galvin. Michelle Heffernan. <laughs> How are you? All right, girl. <laughs> so tell me, we're doing life after the LC. Mm-hmm. Not so long ago for you. Uh, th- th- yeah. Not that young, <laughs> no. but yeah. You're not that old either. Um, <laughs> would you mind explaining to me what your experience of the whole leaving cert sixth year was like? Yeah, so I suppose uh, I was in a school where I was not really, like, I was. I went to Christian Brothers College in Cork, which is uh, a fee-paying school. Ooh. I know. Um, I was very lucky to get a scholarship to get in there, and um, I was not a rugby player. So my my experience of school was uh, a bit different to a lot of other people's experience of okay. school. Um, my sixth year was excellent. I think uh, one one of the things I liked most about sixth year was the fact that teachers started to see you as an adult yeah. and you were able to have a good kind of like a bit of crack with them. There was less a kind of a teacher. I feel like it's the same when your parents, you know, as you get older, your parents stop becoming your parents and they start kind of more becoming your friends. Yeah. Um, that's what I felt kind of at the end of my experience in school. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, my leaving cert itself, I wouldn't say I did brilliantly. Um, I I remember I got four four hundred and five points. That's very good. Uh, well, like we were, I was lazy, like really, um, yeah. like I was, I was pretty lazy. Some things like I just wasn't good at. Genuinely, okay. like maths was never a strong point, but some things I was just didn't put in enough effort. And did you know what you wanted to do? Oh, I knew exactly what I wanted to do from a very early age. I always knew I wanted to be a sports journalist. Funnily enough, really. Once I realised I was rubbish at playing sport, I kind of realised. Right, um, because my old fella, my dad, um, he uh, he wrote a few books, and I remember distinctly. I remember uh, driving um, up the Douglas Road. I'm from Cork, and up the up the back Douglas Road with my mum, uh, coming home from my nan's one day, and she was saying, "What are you going to be like? What's the cra- you know? What's the plan?" And uh, I said, oh, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. And my mum saying, "But you know, your dad writes. Uh, he used to write the, the. He used to put together the program, the Cork City program." And uh, she said, what do you think about that? And I was like, that's a brilliant idea. Then I get into all the matches for free and whatever. So, um, but so childhood dream come true. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's a happy, <laughs> happy ending. Uh, finish. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. But actually, my 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 journey to becoming a sports journalist was a little bit more roundabout than I, I yeah. uh, wanted it to be. Um, I missed out. So uh, I had a funny, uh, it's not a funny now about back looking, looking back at it, but uh, I missed out on the English grade I needed. So I wanted to do journalism in new media in UL. Um, you have to get a minimum B3 in English. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, Michelle Heffernan, I missed out on a B3 in English uh, by 0.05%. Oh my God. Um, and I, I, it was my English paper one because I see, I, I didn't, I never like wrote learning stuff. I always liked the fact yeah. that English to be kind of flow and free. And that day my brain was just not... It was the stress, I think, was. it was one of my first exams. I wasn't thinking, like, in the creative mode. So when I did the English, um, so, like, they were both on the same day? Was that that uh, for no, you? No, no. We, we did, days. I think we did English uh, paper one and maths paper one, and then we did English paper two and maths paper two, or there was something A like lot. that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Eng- my English paper two wasn't too bad, but my English paper one I remember was a nightmare. It was your first exam, yeah. It was the first exam. I mean, yeah. I think that's so the very first one. I didn't sleep the night before the very first one. I oh, I slept really well actually. If I actually overslept, believe it or not, <laughs> for my for my leaving cert. Yeah, I was very relaxed about it because I was like, look, I've done like there's nothing I can do at this point. Yeah. Like, you know. So um, you didn't get the points. So what did you do then? Yeah. So I remember uh, I had because that year uh, journalism and new media was expected to go down in points. So I got my result at the points and the CAO came out and I went, I remember bursting into my parents at like 12 o'clock at night going, I got it. Like I got the course, I got my four or five points. And then the points went going up. back to bed and realizing, oh no, actually I didn't get the English. 
I forgot completely forgot. So I had this whole like excitement and then realizing that I hadn't actually got the English grade. Uh, So I appealed it and my teacher was like, yeah, you'll definitely get it. There's no problem. Like and then they didn't give it to me. So um, so I was I I wouldn't say I was like heartbroken or anything. Uh, I had arts in UCC lined up and I was like, look, uh, like for for me to go to Limerick, my parents would have had to pay for me to go there accommodation, all that. That was expensive. So I was kind of happy not to be burdening them with that. And I knew a lot of other journalists and I would say this to any prospective journalist listening, do arts, don't do, I wouldn't, I'm really glad I did arts yeah. because I ended up going on and doing international studies, which meant I got to have my Erasmus year in France, which is one of the best experiences of my life living in the south of France. Highly recommend, not that I think I need to tell anybody that. Um, but yeah, um, and then through that, while I was still in college, I ended up uh, getting a job writing for the paper. That's a whole other story with the place that I was working in previously. But uh, ended up, and then, so really I got it through experience, but I my college years gave me an extra language, which is what I wanted. Yeah. I did European studies because I thought politics would be good um, and a bit of geography and history never, never goes astray either. Yeah. So even when I went to college, it was all geared towards um, and, um, becoming a journalist. Well, like in terms of college, Mm. Was that what you thought it would be like when you went into first year? Was yeah, it... I, I think everyone makes college of it what they want. Like, I was never one for going college road parties. That was just not my thing. I wasn't a big drinker. Um, I was never a mad partying yeah. guy. Um, I really enjoyed my, I genuinely enjoyed my course. And I did have good crack. Like, I did a lot of societies, a lot of clubs. Yeah. Uh, played about five or six different sports and joined loads of societies, International Relations Society. Big shout out to them. They are and brilliant. did you get into some of the journalism then? Um, yeah, I started writing for the for the paper um, and I, I remember plaguing the station manager uh, of UCC 98.3, Kieran Hurley, who's a, a an absolute gentleman, a lovely fella, um, and plaguing him in, in my first year saying, like, I want to get on. Is there a slot? I think I must have gone up there about five or six times. Yeah. And he eventually kind of went, right, look, these lads are looking for a third person to come in. Yeah. Did that. And then next year I was doing breakfast, which was awesome. Unbelievable. Um, and that's brilliant. And that kind of shows that even though your degree wasn't journalism, you were still doing things related to time. what you were interested in. Absolutely. And, and like the, the opportunities there in university from, to do from, that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, there's definitely opportunities to go down that route. Um, I mean, there's opportunities for everything. That's what makes university so great, I think. That's one of the best things about it is that no matter what you're into, like when you're in school, I remember my nickname in school was Cricket because I liked cricket, the game. Like genuinely, that was, and that stuck for six years, right? I was called Cricket. And now to this day, no, no, got nothing to do with that. No, no, no. Handsome. I know. um, No, Um, it had nothing to do with that. And to the point where people's parents would not know what my actual name was because they just know me as Cricket. Um, And in school, you're often, unfortunately, you kind of have to hide the things that you're most passionate about because sometimes they can be a little bit not mainstream. Like yeah, you're, you're afraid of being judged. Yeah. yeah, or, you know, and, you know, like you're in school, it's a, it's a fight or flight. So obviously people will take anything they can to deflect attention away from themselves and put it onto you. So when you get to college, nobody cares because you're not in a group with this, in the same yeah. groups. You're in loads of different groups. And, you know, it's just a much more inclusive and accepting place, I think, yeah. generally, just because of the way the environment is structured. Not not particularly anything. Like, my teachers were brilliant in Christians. Yeah. It wasn't any, that's not a, a fault on the school, but it's just the environment. Yeah. Um, but the university just lets you do what you want, basically, yeah. without fear that anybody's going to judge you for it. So you, like, you're kind of this unusual Chimera, because you knew what you wanted mm. um, and you were able to take steps to get there. What would you say to someone who, um, you know, is expecting they're leaving their points now and maybe they don't know? Don't, like, it, relax. 
yeah. is what I would say. Relax. Nobody, you know, that Baz Luhrmann song, the most interesting people I know didn't know what they do, wanted to do with their lives at 40. Like, uh, sometimes it's a case of trial and error. Sometimes yeah. you go do a course and you don't like it. And sometimes, like, for example, uh, I worked in retail and it was only after working three terrible months in retail that I realised right the journalism thing before it was kind of when I even when I started in college it was a hobby I was kind of enjoying it I didn't think I'd be able to pursue it but when I did that I hated it so much it was like right I need to pursue this yeah. this is what I need to do yeah. so sometimes you can do a course and you can kind of think like my brother had initially had planned to do mechanical engineering and then did that and really didn't like it um, and it wasn't for him and he ended up uh, going right I want to do this instead Yeah. So um, the one thing I would say is if you're two years or two and a half years into a three year course and you're really not feeling it finish it out mm. finish out the course because it affects your Susie Grant it mm. affects a lot of other things but mainly it's always good to have something behind you yeah. um, and it can also open up doors for other things in the future so if you're going in now and you have you have certain points or even if you didn't get the points like if for my example you didn't get the points for what you wanted um, just like just don't worry about it I mean uh, anybody coming out of of, of six year now is 17, 18 mm. there are so many years ahead you mm. know you might be 24, 25 and your life could be completely different mm. you don't know what might happen in mm. life so just try try not to put too much pressure on yourself um, think about when you're doing your CAO I would definitely say choose what you want to do and not what you feel you should have to do yeah. because there's nothing worse than a friend of mine did really well in his leaving cert went into medicine had no interest in medicine was kind of shoehorned into it and then six months in had an, a total crisis of confidence because that's not what he wanted to do mm. at all and now he ended up going into international relations doing that loves it works with the UN happy days and there's no reason why just because you get a high amount of points or just because you get a low amount of points you have to do certain courses. You shouldn't. You shouldn't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. So what's for you won't pass you. Mm. And now you're delighted to be a cork man in the data. Oh sure. Look, uh, I mean, I'd be delighted to be a cork man anywhere, to be honest. But uh, especially down the data. But yeah, no, I, I, I was very lucky. I'm very clear uh, for the moment, anyway, of what I wanted to do. Um, but you know, like it took me seven years to get into radio. Yeah. Um, and along the way, there was a lot of. As there was a hard slog uh, mm. of covering as much as I possibly could so um, for people who are into journalism or into anything else I would just say if you're into something um, just get out there like and you're a great example is Michelle as well thank you uh, you're very welcome <laughs> well, you don't know what I'm going to say next now um, <laughs> but you know it's about sticking your hand up and saying what can I do yeah. how can I help and then getting that experience and making contacts and that's a lot more important than the amount of points you get in the yeah. end of the sheet yeah perfect Kevin Galvin thank you very much Michelle Heffern it's been a pleasure <laughs> talk to you soon <laughs> see you